is up. My name is Bria Wanamaker. I'm a registered psychotherapist, a speaker, a personal trainer, and I'm obsessed with the mind-body connection and the effects that chronic stress, anxiety, depression, and our lifestyle patterns have on our mental and physical well-being. Through this podcast, it's my goal to help empower you with the knowledge, skills, and wisdom to fuel your body, mind, and soul. This is called the Better Bodies Podcast in an effort to help us learn how to have better bodies. And what that means to me is to have more energy, be less fatigued, exhausted, and burnt out, and to help us develop more love and connection toward ourselves and with others versus the old narrative of hustle and grind culture and building better bodies that are simply for aesthetic purposes. In this podcast, you can expect to hear some solo episodes from me, and I'll also bring on guests who will share their expertise and life experiences to help us participate fully in our daily lives. Welcome. Let's dive on in. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of the Better Bodies Podcast. It's Fuel Up Fridays. Oh yeah. And well, oh shoot. I just realized I forgot to close my door. It's wide open and you're going to hear that throughout the recording. Hold up. We're going to pause this for a second. Okay. We back. We back. That's better. You won't be hearing any like dogs barking, motorcycles going by, the wind blowing Anyway, so welcome back. I'm so excited for this episode. I wanted to bring this topic forward and it's about how do we acknowledge what we're going through, um, whether that's like feelings, emotions, or like actual physical symptoms, somatic symptoms, things going on in your body. How do we acknowledge those things in ourselves and share that with others if it if it were meant to be vulnerable and that's comfortable, but also not identify with these symptoms or emotions, feelings, or things coming up in our body, and also not letting them consume us and consume our mind and our life and our conversations and not turn them into like a complaining fest. So... Um, yeah, and this is really challenging, especially because so personally, I went through a period of life, my whole entire like early adulthood, (laughs) where I just didn't acknowledge things like I didn't acknowledge really like how I was feeling. Um, I didn't like I would push through the pain, you know, just like trained as an athlete, like you you learn to push through the pain and like the show must go on type of deal um and that can be great you know you can become really strong and resilient but we're also human and there are things going on for us under the surface so um it can, it's also it's essential that we process things appropriately and that we're able to um yeah, work through those things and and acknowledge them or else I think that they get worse. And so um, for me, like, you know, other people who have struggled um, with eating, like disordered eating, disordered relationship with exercise, anything like that, um, it can be 
really challenging. You know, you're always telling yourself, I'm not hungry. I'm not craving that. I don't need to be eating that. Or maybe I am hungry, but I'm still not going to allow myself to have that. Or even if you are eating or you're binge eating, it's like, um, I'm going to eat this, but the whole time I'm eating it, I'm going to tell myself that I'm not allowed to have it and that I'm bad and that it's shameful and that I'm not going to get it again. And I'm going to, you know, like not put this serving of something in a bowl. I'm going to eat it straight out of the container and like hide over here while I eat it. So I'm pretending it's not happening. And here's how I'm feeling on the inside about this. I'm not feeling good about it, but I'm just going to try and go on with my life or with exercise. Like maybe you're working out when you're sick or injured and you just keep going and just keep pushing and you know, it doesn't feel good or you know that you're exhausted and you don't want to be doing this, but you feel like you have to do it anyway. And so that's a whole lot of just plain old ignoring. And then same thing with working. Maybe you're a parent or you're working or you have a job, something that's like exhausting and maybe you don't even like what you do for your job um, and you just have to do it to pay the bills. And um, I can totally attest to a previous version of myself who, you know, was working at a job that I didn't like and who had multiple jobs and, um, was completely burnt out and did not acknowledge it. And like, um, there was this thing and, oh, this is so interesting. Um, for me personally, like I recognized this pattern that like, um, every Friday night or like Saturday morning, I would cry. Um, and it was like, this pattern of it being the end of the work week and not acknowledging any type of fatigue or burnout throughout the whole entire week. So then on like Friday, Friday night or Saturday morning, I would just like cry. And also on Saturdays, like just feeling like a complete zombie, no energy, like literally didn't know what to do with myself. Like don't want to plan something fun. Don't want to plan anything work related. Don't want to like, just can't like wants to get out of the house and do fun things, but like literally can't there's like it's that uh, brain fog feeling um and then also feelings of um like on top of that you know emotional kind of breakdown I also remember like Friday evenings I would have still like have no idea what I wanted to eat and just be so excited to like sit down, relax, watch a movie, but like not sure if I wanted to have snacks or dinner or get takeout. And I would end up like going to the grocery store and just like taking so long in the grocery store, staring at different things. Like I want this, I don't want this. And, um, like just those different symptoms of being just completely a burnt out, like, like a straight up toddler who is exhausted, like is hungry, but isn't hungry, doesn't know what they want to eat, cries, like just is exhausted because like, yeah, every Friday night it was a pattern. I would like go through this process of not knowing what I wanted to eat. And then maybe I would be emotional and be crying and um, also like right out and would be so excited to sit down and watch a movie, but then would literally fall asleep during it at like 8 30 PM right after eating. So like straight up, no emotional regulation skills like a toddler, which is completely okay. You know, like young children have the ability to feel and process all the emotions without the conditioning and programming, um, from society. So it's amazing that they're able to, you know, be in a really upset mood and then let those emotions pass, feel all of the emotions, process it, and then go right into 
feeling happy again or feeling good or having energy again. And that's something that we don't allow ourselves enough as adults to do is go through that whole process. And so there's nothing wrong with that. And it's okay that I was doing that. It's just interesting to me to see the pattern that it was on Friday always like it's that come down of the week. And so what I have been trying to do and been doing successfully, might I add, is checking in with myself daily multiple times a day about how I'm doing, how I'm feeling, so it doesn't get to that build-up point. And I'm sure you can identify with some sort of pattern in your life where you let it get to that build-up point and it all like comes out at once. Maybe it all comes out um, during the time when you're on your period, or maybe it all comes out when you get in a fight uh, with a loved one and it just like we end up spewing things onto other people. Um, Maybe somebody cuts you off in traffic, you lay on your horn and flip them off, whatever it is. Um, Maybe you are playing sports and you get injured, someone trips you, you sprain your ankle and you lose it on them uh, because you've just had like a really challenging rest of the time. Um, So I think that we need to get better at checking in with ourselves daily, multiple times a day uh, before we get to that buildup. And, you know, we need to process things more like a toddler. We really do. And just let ourselves experience that full range of emotions. And so that's my number one tip in this. Literally saying to yourself, how do I feel emotionally, mentally right now? How do I feel in my body right now? And then doing what you need to based on that, or even just the acknowledgement piece. You know, if you're at work and you're not feeling good and like mental health wise, emotionally in your body, but you can't do anything about it. Like you can't leave, maybe you don't have sick time, whatever it is, you have a deadline, you have to get something done. Part of it is literally just acknowledging it and saying like, yeah, I see you. I totally see you and I'm sorry that you're dealing with this and just exercising that compassion and empathy for yourself that is half the battle like saying to yourself like I'm sorry you have to deal with this we have to be here we gotta pay the bills I know you don't like this job I know that I said we would look for other things and we haven't done that yet like having this conversation with yourself is huge um and then the other piece of this is uh you know acknowledging physical pain or discomfort um, like digestive issues headaches injuries being ill um, whatever is going on for you physically learning how to acknowledge that as well and then how do we not carry that with us and make that our soul identity and our soul you know, this is how I interact with people now because I'm experiencing this. And yeah, how do we not let it consume us now that we have the capacity to acknowledge these things? So just for context, you know, I've been going through a couple health things and I was like sharing and being vulnerable um, with people in my life. And then I got the feeling that someone was kind of sick of me sharing this stuff and you know not because they're not there to be supportive but I think that I was really talking about this stuff a lot um and so we have to have those moments of self-reflection and really looking at yeah how is this serving me how is this serving my relationships with other people and like is it even helping the problem? Because 
for me, it's like I went from one extreme to the other, like um, being like super hardened and like no pain, no gain, like, <laughs> uh, like, I don't know, go hard in your workouts. And like, if you don't feel the burn, it's not even doing anything. And like, not talking about, I don't know why I'm still doing this voice. I like it though. Not talking, don't talk about your feelings and your emotions and like, everything's fine. Like, not that, like, obviously, <laughs> obviously not to that extreme. Like, I have always been a person who like talks about how I'm feeling, but it's more like, I had a positive spin on it. Like, think positive. Everything's going to be okay. It was more motivational and like kind of bypassing any deeper level emotional processing work. Like, so I was essentially like always putting a band-aid over top of things. Um, and yeah, so um, the work that I've been doing um, over the last little while, it's more like I'm able to acknowledge reality, acknowledge the truth, acknowledge how I'm feeling and what's coming up for me. And it's so they're completely opposite extremes. So sometimes it is important to acknowledge things in yourself, share with other people who love and support you if that's needed. And then you also need to make that not the only focus of your conversation and then also, if they know what's going on for you, um, maybe wait until they bring it up next time and check in with you. And also just, I think, trusting and knowing into yourself. I think like one of the reasons that I kept bringing things up was because I'm like, this person doesn't understand. They don't get how like uncomfortable I am right now. So I feel like I have to keep bringing it up. But it's like, people know, like... <laughs> You, you know, you don't have to be continuously reminded of it. So I think that we need to have, for me personally and in general, like having more trust in myself and validating myself. That's the word, validating. Like this is my experience. This is what I'm going through. And I'm going to put it in this suitcase. I'm going to zip the suitcase up and I'm going to put it right beside me. I can carry it around with me, but it's not heavy. Like it's a light piece of luggage and it'll still be there. I can even tuck it away in the closet if I want to revisit it. Like having that mental image of like just putting your problem to the side, like being able to compartmentalize that so that it doesn't drive your day, your conversations, your way of being, your way of acting, the way you treat other people, the way you treat yourself, um, I think can be huge, right? Because then we even like end up helicopter parenting ourselves as well. And it's like, Yes, maybe if you have certain things going on, you need to take extra self-care, extra precautions, make sure you're getting all your water and your sleep and your rest and and everything like that. And it's also like, you still need to be able to participate in your daily life. So it's really about doing what is best for you and finding that balance. And so um, for me, I think the most important piece is validating myself because yeah, when we constantly feel like we need to share with other people or complain about things, that is us not having trust that what we're dealing with is real and valid and we're kind of trying to externalize it and, and make it more real. So yeah, I would say number one piece, acknowledging things within yourself and then validating things within yourself and allowing your 
issues and emotions and feelings and physical symptoms to be part of what you are going through, part of maybe what makes you you, but not the sole focus of who you are. You are not your symptoms. Do not let them consume you. Do not identify with these symptoms because you are so much more than that. And so allow yourself the time and the space to process whatever it is you're going through and to seek help, whether it's medical, mental health, guidance from somebody um, who is a professional. Um, So seeking help in that way, seeking help from those in your support system, and then also holding space for other people and for the rest of the incredible things in your life that you have created versus this one area of focus, even though it feels like it can be all consuming, I guarantee you, if you look around, you have so many other things where your attention can go and that you can still engage with. So yeah, I hope this was helpful for you. And I hope that you are able to start to make that distinction between those two extremes of keeping everything in and letting everything out, unleashing it, and being able to find a smooth process, a a happy medium, if you will, and really keeping things in balance of being able to check in emotionally, process, feel it, let it out, and also know when it's time to be just you, to just be, just be you. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this podcast, you know, you're picking up what I'm putting down. It would mean the world to me if you gave it a rating, five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, because that helps other people get connected with the show and take in this information as well. And another great way that you can share uh, is by taking a screenshot of the episode on your phone, sharing it on social media, on your Instagram stories, and tag me in it so that we can get connected and and chat more about this. I would love to hear your feedback and to see if there's any information that you want to know more about or guests that you think would be great to hear from on the show. So as always, fuel up my loves and we will chat again soon. Bye.